Hey everyone, Will here. From time to time, I plan on doing some solo episodes where I talk about some things on my mind I think you'll find useful. And this is one of those times. So I want to talk about what I see as a broad and deep misunderstanding when it comes to relationships and networking. Most of you have probably heard some version of the phrase, it's who you know, when it comes to relationships as some form of business currency. And I want to adjust that phrase because it's wrong. And I think it sets people up to fail, or at least it sets them up to have broken expectations for what they should enter the relationship market with. Because it's not who you know. And this is easily provable. Reach out to a random person you know and ask them for business. Maybe you'll get lucky. Probably not. Seriously, ask yourself this. What would your odds be? After all, this would be a person that you know, right? And that aligns to the phrase I'm here to pick apart of it's who you know, right? So if it's not who you know, what is it then? Most businesses are relationship businesses. After all, if you're dealing with customers and clients, you're obviously dealing with people. So maybe a quick story might help get my point across a bit better. When I lived in San Diego, most mornings I would walk to a coffee shop a few blocks from where I lived. The baristas got to know me and my order, and most mornings would begin making it for me before I even got to the register. On the days I had my dog with me, they'd come from behind the counter to give him love and a treat, and on the days he wasn't with me, they'd give me a treat to take home to him. The coffee was great. They had a very good product to back all of this up. But imagine having to compete with that. I loved the espresso, but that became only one of the reasons I went there, because I loved the relationship also. And it wasn't just me. This was just part of the culture and how this place did business. And it created a really inviting and welcoming atmosphere, even for strangers who had never been there before and probably would never come back again. You could feel it in the air. You could taste it in the coffee. Can you carry this analogy into any of the work you're currently doing? Can you create your own version of this level of service and this type of relationship, again, even with strangers? that might make those you work with more likely to continue doing business with you and those who don't work with you more inclined to consider doing that? Think about all the people you know. Or better yet, don't even think about it. Just go to your Facebook and LinkedIn and all of the contacts in your phone and export all of your connections to an Excel sheet. There. That's plenty of them. So if we're taking no to mean connected in some way, then sure, let's run with this. Now, do all of those relationships matter in any material way? And I say this with all due love and respect to internet acquaintances, because every deep relationship usually comes from a blank slate where two strangers build from. But I want to repeat and reemphasize, it's not who you know. It's who knows you and what they're willing to do for you. I'm not sure the origin of the original version of this idea. It may have been Harvey McKay, the author and American businessman. But how do you do that? 
how do you get more people to know you and become willing to support your cause or champion your endeavors? You develop a reputation. How do you develop a reputation? Many ways. You do what you said you'd do. You do good work. You give without the expectation of receiving. I think the term networking is one of those dirty feeling business words. For me, at least, I picture a hotel lobby happy hour with stale, air-conditioned air and a room full of self-interested strangers, all looking to extract value out of others without providing any initial value themselves. Sounds fun, right? So think of it differently. When you meet other people or even casually connect with them on LinkedIn or social media, have some type of purpose. Consider depth and not just breath. And I'm not talking about the memified version of LinkedIn DMs of strangers saying, hi, I noticed you're a human. I'm also a human looking forward to our new relationship. And when you interact with people in the comments sections and DMs, consider giving them more of who you are than the lowest effort comments of agree and plus one because I know you have more to say than that. And then, well, you have to nurture these connections. How do you nurture them? You give. You do good work. You give without the expectation of receiving. You think beyond the immediate transactional benefit. You invest in making the relationship more meaningful. To put myself as the subject in what I'm saying, what I'm doing right now is an example of what I'm trying to accomplish with that. My podcast is all about my guests. And beyond the occasional rant I shape into a post on LinkedIn and publish it, I have been relatively shy when it comes to sharing my voice, exploring nuance in a more meaningful way, and giving to anyone willing to receive. And I think this is important because I've felt a shift. Earlier in 2023, and even a bit before that, the LinkedIn feed felt like the same people talking to the same other people about the same things in circles daily. And I know part of that is a product of the algorithm and the echo chamber and internet bubble I've created for myself, but I've seen and heard from enough other people who are sick of this. Why? Because there's something deeply self-serving about it the engineered engagement pods, the high volume commenting, the absence of any real authenticity. We know it's fake and we're sick of fake. And I think as we enter the new year, we are all starved for more of that word, authenticity. We're pretty sick of the Instagram filters and the image treatments and sanitized orchestrated highlight reels we're surrounded by all over the internet. Here's another quick example. There's a fitness YouTuber, Sam Sulik. He has recently become incredibly popular and amassed millions of subscribers. Some of you are probably familiar with him. So why has he become so popular? Because the main reason is he just comes across as a real person who would be exactly how he presents himself in his videos in real life. He has acne. He can be awkward. He's a human. There is very little production to his content. It's just him. 
long form, talking about life and his workouts. There are no insane drone footage montages or explosions or anything over the top. It's just honest content. So as some of you may be looking to the new year to increase your followers and increase your engagement on social media, please take some of this unsolicited advice with you to consider. Engage authentically. Contribute meaningfully. Network with purpose. Build bridges and not just contacts. Emphasize genuine relationships. Reciprocate. Consider quality over quantity. Earn trust and reliability. And think long-term. I wish you all the best of the remaining days of 2023. And I wish all of you a happy, healthy, and successful 2024. I'll see you there. Until then, take care.